it's your favorite auntie and i'm coming back to just stop by and give you some updates now there's gonna be a whole lot going on this weekend as we continue this journey called life however i just wanted to stop by and give you some updates on student loan forgiveness your boy yay west now what i'm about to tell you about him might just shock you this time Brittany Garner and Donald Trump. So y'all listen up and listen carefully. Because I'm about to drop these gems like diamonds. Now let's go ahead and jump into this real quick and real fast. Because I know you like what you got for me today well honey baby uh darling what i got for you is these student loans now i've already went over the whole student loan forgiveness and how it started and where we are so as of still today it is still blocked blah, 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 blah. you heard me blah, 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 blocked um, don't, don't get in a panic. Don't get in a frenzy. I did talk about what we can do, um, if it does go f- move forward. And if it does not move forward, what are your options? And I come back today to tell you that you have another option that you may have not known about, or you may have known about, but, um, Even within that, there has been some changes. So if you haven't heard about the public service loan forgiveness, and this is for student loans, and these are for your loans that are federal, and it is usually referred to as the PSLF, which stands for Public Service Loan Forgiveness. Now, if you haven't heard about that, honey, you might want to go ahead and jump on this. Now, with the public service loan forgiveness, it's for people that um, work in the public service field. So those are usually um, teachers and and now now they do have another um um, forgiveness program just for teachers and if you haven't heard about that you definitely need to jump on that too i don't plan on getting into it all here today i just want to let um you guys know about this particular one and some of the updates that they have done to this one now this public service um loan forgiveness forgiveness if you have not already enrolled in the program i'm gonna tell you right now if you are a public service worker meaning that you work in some type of public service or for the um, federal government in any kind of way and or you work for a non-profit organization you qualify I told you, you you qualify. You qualify for this. Now, don't get me wrong, um, or don't don't mistake me if um you get you get ready to jump on it and it's past the thirty first of October of twenty twenty two. Now, if you jump on it, things may have changed then because I'm gonna go over some of the things that's gonna change and has changed. Okay, now. There was an announcement on Tuesday that um, they were going to change this program. They have been working on this program very closely, the Biden administration, because before they say that this department was mismanaged. 
that's what they told us. And a lot of people feel that way that it was mismanaged because before, if you enrolled in this program, if you did one thing wrong, you don't qualify no longer. And most of the time, they didn't tell you that you no longer qualified for this program until you thought that you were done with this program and you waiting for your forgiveness and they finally tell you, oh, no, 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 boo-boo, you don't qualify. So um, that was very misleading to a lot of people and a lot of people complained about that, about that and um, whatnot. However, they are telling us, at least they told us on Tuesday, that they unworked out them kinks. So if you have not already enrolled in this program, please go on the on website and do so. Now, some of the changes, some of these changes that they announced on Tuesday have already started. Um, matter of fact, they started several months ago. And some of these changes that they announced on Tuesday are going to be just temporary changes. So with that being said, I am going to go ahead and jump into some of those changes. Now, some of the changes that they have done, or one of the changes that they have done is they have expanded the type of payments that qualify. So before you had to make 120 on time payments. Yes, you had to make 120 on time payments. So if any chance that you was late or you made a half payment or you even made a lump sum payment, say like you got your income tax and you want to drop, just go ahead and drop a thousand on your um, student loan debt or however or whatever. Or, you know, grandma left it in her will that she wanted this to go to your student loans and you decided that you want to drop a lump, a lump sum on it. That didn't count. That didn't count as a payment. Or you was going through a hardship or whatever, and you could only do half of your loan, it didn't count. And that's why a lot of people were getting upset because they thought in their mind, as long as they made 120 payments, that they qualified for the forgiveness. And they said, no, 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 no. You had to make 120 uh, on-time payments. And not only did you have to make 120 on-time payments, you also had to make sure that you was a public service person. So say, for instance, you work, I don't know, for a nonprofit organization for two years and then decided to go into the, I don't know, the private sector or whatever, or get a different type of job. Um, you no longer qualify. Yes. And yes, and that could, and you could have made 119 payments and on your 120 payment, because you was not working for a public service, um, company, you, you ain't getting your loan forgiven. Yes, 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 yes. So the Biden administration have said they don't don't clean this up. Now, out of all the things they have done, I think that cleaning these programs that are for forgiveness up was the best thing that they could have done. Now, I like this idea of cleaning these programs up and creating better of um more programs, I should say, for people to have the opportunity to qualify for forgiveness is much better than wiping out millions of people's debt 
at one time. I think it's much better on the economy and I think it's um, much better as an accountability. But anyways, that's my thought. Now, moving on. Back on to um, what I, some of the changes. Another thing that was changes like before you had to work. So you had to work for a public service um, company, but a lot of people was getting duped because they was working for these public service. So say for instance, because they knew, I, I'm not even going to say they knew or they didn't know. Let's just say for the people that didn't know, because most people didn't know that they had to work full time at, for a public service company or a nonprofit organization. Now, some people would only be working part-time and they would be paying their monies to this forgiveness. And a lot of older people, believe it or not, were doing that because they found out about this program, they enrolled in it, but, you know, it was close to retirement or they had retired. So they went for, you know, a job for um, at a non-organization non-profit organization and they was working there part-time only to find out after their 120 payment uh they didn't qualify because you had to be working there full time now they still say that you have to be working there full time but what they have changed is now full-time is considered 30 hours so you no longer have to be working 40 plus hours at a place full-time now is considered 30 hours so if you can give an organization 30 hours of your time a week you qualify for this loan now loan forgiveness i'm sorry you qualify for this loan forgiveness now and now it's okay for borrowers to defer or pause their payments. So before, before, if you deferred your payment, that was considered that you weren't paying. You did not make your 120 on-time payments because, of course, if you're deferring because of whatever hardship or um, you got sick or whatever may happen in your life, you know, you had to do some kind of cancer treatment. I don't know. Whatever made you or had you get to the point where you needed to defer, um, you no longer qualified for the program. So now they're saying, okay, now we understand. We understand things happen in life. So we're going to clean this up a little bit. And if you deferred, if you defer for amount of time because you cannot pay, um, you can you can jump back into your payments and that you'll be okay and those will that'll be you know that that's okay and you can also pause you know your payments for whatever um reason you need now there's a lot of people out there believe it or not that do not know about this program <laughs> young and old and there are a lot of people out there that decided that they was not going to get into this program because it was at the time it was very difficult to apply to get into this program and then on top of that there's a lot of people that know about the program that have decided that they do not want to do the program because of all of the stipulations they felt as if you know why get into this program only to be found to find out later that I don't qualify because there was a lot of red tape and but now 
they have cleaned it up a little bit. And like I said, if you have not jumped on yet and you qualify, you need to go ahead and jump on. Now, one of the things that changed and is already in effect as of today and what I'm telling you as of today, you need to go ahead and do it if you have not already done so is that if apply, go ahead and apply. Yes, you're going to want to do that before October the 31st. Did you hear me? I'm going to say it one more time for you. If you have not applied for this program and you qualify for this program, you want to go ahead and apply by October 31st. Because this um, thing that I'm about to tell you is actually going to change on October 31st. And before you had to be actually working for a public service company at the same time that you were applying for this forgiveness. And that's another reason why a lot of people uh, didn't apply because they may they may qualified. They may not have qualified, but now they do qualify. By the time they did qualify for the loan because they, you know, they changed their job. They forgot all about this program. And then it was like, oh, I might not qualify because I might switch my job again or whatever. Blah, 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 blah. So that's another reason why a lot of people did not apply. But they have changed that for you guys um, on as of today. And it's not going to be in place. It's temporarily until the 31st of October um, that you can go ahead and apply even if you are not employed by a public service company right now. Meaning, if you lost your job in 2020 due to COVID-19, but you was working for a public service company at that time, you can get all that time that you was working for them um, count towards your, your forgiveness, your, your payments. Your, 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 yes. Yes. So if you work for a public service company, 2018, 2019, and then 2020, 2020 came up and, um, COVID hit, hit us and you lost your job and you know, you didn't have a job for however many years or months or whatever, whatever. It does not matter. And as long as you previously was working for a public service company or a nonprofit organization, you are approved and you qualify for this loan forgiveness. So I'm telling you now, go ahead and jump on it. Because if this whole thing get blocked and continue to get blocked or thrown out, you at least have this, you know, to lean up on. I'm just saying. Go ahead and apply. Brittany Gardner. So, um, if y'all have not been getting y'all updates and stand update on the Brittany Gardner thing, um, which I have, y'all should be because I went, I gave y'all step by step now. 
So I don't know what the problem is. I don't know why y'all behind. But if you are fully, fully behind, I just want to let you know, your girl is indefinitely staying there. I'm sorry. (laughs) Hey, hey, don't kill the messenger. I'm just telling you, your girl is going to be there. And she's going to be there for a whole nine years. Because she did an appeal. And during that appeal, she did, you know, say that she was homesick and that this is traumatic to her and traumatizing to her and blase swaze and all the good stuff. And them people didn't have no time to even come up with time to even reconsider having time to reconsider her verdict. Dumb people looked at her and said, uh, I'm sorry, but uh, denied. So your girl is going to be in there for um, nine years over there in Russia, locked up. And what I do hope is that when she come back and she does see her family and she does see her loved one and her wife, and all of that, and she decided to have kids, I hope that she has a new appreciation for America. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Donald Trump, y'all. Yes. <laughs> Let's talk about Donald Trump. So I'm not finna I'm not gonna go back in order to go forward. So if you have not um listened to anything I said previously, you might wanna just go ahead and do that. Nevertheless, um Donald Trump the judge is considering Unsealing the documents of the Trump uh, of Trump preventing the aides to testify about what happened in the 2020 election. Now, so far, because what they were saying was that Trump was telling his aides not to testify. That's what they were saying. And I guess now I don't know, because actually nobody really knows because it's sealed, um, I guess they, they 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 testified about it. They had some receipts or something, but for whatever reason, it was sealed. And this this judge that is overseeing um, the whole thing is saying that he may want the whole January sixth thing, and rather Trump should go and testify and not testify. Now, I will say this, they have already uh his lawyers have already said they received the um and they received and accept the subpoena. So right now it's just a matter of will he go ahead and testify or will he not testify? And um so that's that. But this judge is saying that he is willing and considering um, to unseal these documents about the 2020 election um, so that that can go on the record. Well, we will see a bit about that. However, in other news about Donald Trump. So now 
everybody knows that Donald Trump is like under like four or five different type of lawsuits right now. He got the one in New York. Well, he got the two in New York. They kind of the same thing is about the fraud and him. Uh, I think now other one was thrown out, but him not. It is the fraud with his company, the Trump Organization, and also um him frauding other companies out of money or devaluing these buildings and stuff that he purchased um that type of fraud so both of them are kind of like a fraud case and then he has the whole raid thing where the fbi came and raid maraglo and in florida and just went ahead and took all that man stuff that he had in that um building from my understanding, which was hilarious to me, is that they even took some of his wife's stuff and took some of her clothes and stuff. I'm like, what? Uh, they don't got in her closet? <laughs> but, you know, that's just rumors, and it's kind of funny. It's kind of hilarious. I don't think it actually happened. But he also has the um with all of that going on so you know he has a a lot of legal teams because first of all this is a man that is has monies we're just gonna say that lots and lots of monies and between new york and florida and so he needs multiple legal teams so recently actually on today thursday uh, it was said that his legal team that is overseeing the um, his case in Florida over the the rating of his um uh, resort that he has down there the Mar Mar that that team was actually recently in Washington D Washington D C. And that team was caught going into the courts in Washington to have a closed meeting. Now, nobody was there. Of course, news press wasn't there um, at the actual meeting that they had. And it was not known to the public that this was going to happen or anything like that. So the news and the media and people are going like bunkers wondering, okay, why is that team that we see often when they get ready to talk about what's going on with the raid of the um, President Trump um, uh, resort and his stuff and all these um, these un these classified documents that he was supposed to have why is that team in dc shouldn't it be the other team that's in dc about his fraud case not in dc i'm about the january 6th committee shouldn't it be those lawyers that are in dc because that's happening in dc see even i get confused you got dc Florida and you got um New York. Ooh, he got a lot going on. But baby, but they was basically saying is why is the team from Florida in Washington DC? Shouldn't it be the team that's in Washington DC going into the courthouse? Now, CNN happened to be there. Some reporter happened to be there and got a glimpse of them um all walking down to the courthouse and into the courthouse. And that's how everybody found out. But nobody didn't really know that anything was going on. 
Now, I don't know what's going on myself because obviously I ain't none and I can't ask nobody. And, you know, who am I? They're not going to let me back there even if I was there. But this is what I think is going on. What what I think is going on is that the people from Florida, because uh, Trump got his stuff taken away in Florida and all his documents and all his stuff, and he ain't got it back yet, and, and they don't even know if it all of it was turned over from the FBI yet, and or they don't even know if all of the... Um, documents and all of his stuff was even given to the courts it's a lot going on with that case now now what i think is them people had to go to dc and say y'all expect my dog donald trump you expect donald trump my boy to show y'all some receipts on november 4th but uh y'all got all my stuff y'all expect me you expect Donald Trump to come to Washington and um, give y'all receipts on November 4th, but y'all forgot y'all untook all his stuff. So I think they saying, look here, either this, he can't, he, he has nothing to even show you guys because he don't have it. Or they saying, you know what? You need to give him his stuff back so he can go through it so that he can even sh- give you some receipts. Because y'all done took everything. Y'all done took his passports. Y'all done took everything. I mean, y'all done took everything from the man. Every document. They said they was taking sticky notes. My God, you done took the man's sticky notes. What has it come to that you're taking people's sticky notes? Sticky notes are not even clear now. But anywho, I digress. That's my thoughts on it. That's what I think is going on. But y'all make sure y'all keep y'all ear open this weekend because I believe a whole lot is going to go down. Hey, my loves, I am about to take a break. But before I take that break, I always want to leave you guys with something to think about and chew on while I am gone. Um, I heard in Indonesia that they had, um, a 22 foot python in the jungle and they had sent grandma out to, um, do some work and in the um, jungle, in the fields or whatever. They had her go out there and do some work. They sent grandma of all people out there to do that. And, um, this 22 foot python swallowed her alive now they she never came back home so the next day uh, a couple of guys from the village went out to look for grandma and they saw that her jacket her um her jacket if i'm not mistaken her um slippers and her glasses it sounded like something uh Red Riding Hood. It, it really does. It's it's crazy. But this is a true story, y'all. Now, true story. I ain't making it up now. They um seen that there, and then they continued to look for her because they like, okay, she can't be too far. So they searched that area, and they found a big snake. And this snake's stomach looked as if, you know, it was it had a whole bunch of chicken wings or something in it. And they went ahead and killed this 22-foot python, split it open, and found grandma. 
grandma is gone, y'all. <laughs> grandma is gone. And I'm mad at them because why you sit grandma out there to work all day with nobody? Now, you could have sent her with somebody else. And y'all just gonna let grandma out in the jungle like that. And if you have not heard, Herschel Walker has a, and that's one of the candidates that is running. He has another uh, case that has come up, said that he drove this girl, allowed him. She didn't want to do it, is what she said. She didn't want to do it. Drove her to the abortion clinic and made her get an abortion. That's what she said. And we only talking about, what, seven, eight days, ten days at the most, not even that, to the election. And now you want to bring this up? I'm just saying. Y'all just tell me what y'all, I'm just giving you food for thought, food for thought. Nah, food for thought. That's all I'm saying. And the New York Post say they was hacked. Their Twitter account was hacked. And their other accounts were hacked when there were some mean articles surfacing this morning. And I ain't talking about just a couple of tweets. And I ain't talking about just a couple of articles. I'm talking about a good grip, a good handful were uh, posted onto their social media and onto their um, other, their website about, all of them were about Republican candidates and they said that they was hacked and most of them were violent and some of them was i mean it was really bad it was really bad but they saying they ain't do it y'all and that uh they were hacked mm-hmm. they were hacked Your auntie is back. And if you haven't already subscribed, I want you to go ahead and do that. Don't forget to leave a review. I do look at them and I do want to hear what you guys have to say. What do you think I should talk about? Or if you okay with me choosing what to talk about. Well, anywho, now that I am bike, I do want to go ahead and jump into this Yay West, or formerly known as Kanye West. Yes, 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 yes. The block is hot. The block is hot. It is still hot, smoking out here, fire, flames with your boy. Okay, so if you don't know, he already lost a lot of deals. Um, Adidas have dropped him. 
And then from what I hear, he went to Skechers and assisted that. I mean, persisted, I mean, and and not assisted, persisted that he talked to the executives of Skechers. They had to escort him out. And then they had a big old statement saying that, you know, that they don't do business with him. Blase, blase, da, 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 yada, yada, yada. And that um, they don't plan on doing no business with him. So, I don't know what he was planning on doing. I think Kanye just need to sit and sit low for a little bit. Just sit low, let let it all simmer, simmer down. Um, let people get their heads on straight because at this point, it's a lot of what you said versus what you didn't say out there. So, yeah. <laughs> We just gonna leave that be. But moving along with him, I did get to listen to the Lex Friedman. Um, I hope I'm saying that right. I did get to listen to that two hour and thirty minute interview. And I listened to it in its entirety. I did not listen to it cut up. Somebody I seen something that somebody cut up. They cut it up so bad. Well, I, I it was so bad. Something that Kanye said in the beginning and the ending and Lex said from I mean they made that thing into something else. But anywho, I did listen to the entire thing unedited, uncut, the real deal, shut your mouth. Now, I don't plan on getting to, into all of it. Like I always say, if you really want to know what he has to say, you should check it out yourself because that is the only way. Don't take it from me. Do not take it from me. That is the only way you're going to get your own thoughts and your own opinions. However, with that being said, I know some of y'all still trying to figure out what I got to say about it. And this is what I got to say about it. Now, I'm just going to give you a little clips. Kanye says that um, we are looking in the past too much. As a society, as a group, um, we look to the past too much to determine the f- to determine our future. And they had a little bantering back and forth about, is it good to look at the past, you know? Because one argument is looking at the past will only let you know how it is to move forward. And Kanye said, yes, that's true. We do need to take a few things from the past. However, we do not need to sit in our past. We do not need to just be there um always taking the pain from my past to determine our future or determine how we're going to deal with the present or the future. And that's, you know, I get what he's saying with that. And I agree with him on that with a lot of things. Now, my thing is, I've always said this, forgive people, don't you? But you ain't got to forget. And I guess that's kind of sort of what he's saying, but maybe not. You know, he may, I think he means it on a much, um, much more uh, larger scale than that, meaning we should not be looking at everything that happened in our, in our past, all the things that other people have done to, done to our race, whether you are Jew or you're Black or even Chinese or whatever that may be. Because we all can point out situations in history that we had a lot of pain, but if we are expecting to move forward together and we as a group of people even are planning to move forward. We cannot harper on 
those past things. Because in my opinion, he didn't say this, but in my opinion, half of the stuff that you're talking about didn't even really happen to you. Yes, know about it, but why are you so upset? It didn't happen to you. Like, you did not have to wake up at 3 in the morning and go to bed at, you know, at 12 midnight to pick cotton with, no, you know, with only two bottles of water. You didn't, you, you didn't experience that hardship. You didn't experience that, um, that pain. I'm not to say that you haven't experienced any afterwards, but you cannot just make you the pain of the past determine your, your situation. Now is what he was saying and kind of sort of what I'm saying. Also, I mean, I agree with him on that. Now, during this interview, Kanye started taking notes because he realized, oh, this is going to be a good interview. You know, let me start taking some notes and because um, I'm going to say some good points and I want to end. I want to write it down so I can use it in the future. And that's what he did. Um, he says that like Mario, now I thought this was, mm, I'm going to try to. I'm going to try to explain it the best way I can, but, you know, I can't put that Kanye funk on there. So if you want to hear what he said, go over there and listen to the video. Now, he says that he is kind of like Mario and Kim is like the um, princess, you know, in the Game Boy, the game Mario. Yes. You know how the they always come out for the prince. I mean, the princess. I keep, I said um, Kim is the prince, but I meant princess. She's like the princess. And you know how they always come out, you know, still the princess. And then you have to go and save her again. That's what he says. He feel like he's Mario. And Kim is the princess that he always has to rescue out of these situations. And that he's always going to be her protector. And that's what he says about that. Um, and if we, he also goes on to say, um, if he doesn't have a family, because they went on back and forth talking about, or do you want to get your family back? You know, and how, what does he think about everything that's going on in his family life now or with his kids and stuff like that? I guess a lot of people want to know that. Me personally, I I really don't care. But, you know, I he's getting a lot of those questions in an interview, even though this happened two years ago, he is still getting a lot of questions, I guess, because he has um, basically talked about how nobody had his back and he went over, they stealing his kids and they taking his kids away. So I guess that's why people want to bring it up. But me personally, I don't really care. That's your personal life. Um, I want to hear what you got to say about this business because I think he is a brilliant mind. However, he does go on to say about his family that if he doesn't get his family back, his mission still is to promote families. So he's not going to be one of those bitter people that says, you don't need a woman, you you know, kids don't need a a family together. He, He still believes that and he's still going to promote that. Um. And so, yeah, I'm going to leave that there. I'm going to let y'all tell me what y'all think about that. Because, like I said, I really don't care um, about his family life, him and Kim and all of them and what they got going on. But I do, you know, I, 
I do value or respect the man for saying that he's still going to promote families. Um, they also went and they they went to talk about the anti-Semitic thing. The the Lex was saying that he's a Jew, and he found some of the things that Kanye said was offensive at that time, and they got into it a little bit. And but you know, at the end of it, they began to hash it out. I think Lex, even though he didn't want to say it, that he forgave Kanye for saying what he was saying because he saw Kanye's heart and what Kanye was going with it. However, when you offend somebody by saying something that is true sometimes, because in this interview, view he was saying things that were true and he used a lot a lot of examples to to um point out the hypocrisy and when you say a jewish person everybody got got get upset and he's like but when you say black this nobody gets upset now he went i mean he gave a lot of examples but it was still a Offending Lex. Now, to me, getting offended, um, offend, offended is an, a choice. Like you have to make up in your mind, I'm gonna get offended about this, even if you know that the person is saying something to degrade you or anything. I still feel like it's a choice because you can rise above it and everything that they say and prove them wrong, um, or do whatever you got to do or go around them or whatever. But to in this case, I think Lex was just already too, uh, uh, he was too offended to even just bring up the idea of what Kanye was saying to be true. So he never said that Kanye had a point. Then he goes on this whole bit. I'm talking about Lex. When I say he, Lex goes on this whole big tangent because Kanye said, I don't trust you. He's like, um, almost like, I don't know why, I don't know why you don't trust me, man. There's a lot of people I, that really hurts me. And I'm like, dude, Kanye only been knowing you for what, two hours, dude? Like, you're not one of his homeboys that he talked to on the regular. Like, he ain't got no history with you. Like, why all of a sudden people think that because, you know, we bump into each other at the grocery store, I got to trust you. The man ain't got to trust you. He may like you. Shoot, he may even like you to the point where he decides that he wants to buy something from you. But the man ain't got to trust you. Matter of fact, it happens so much in the business world where people that do not like each other still work with each other. It happens so much in the business world where people that won't even rock with them on any on something else, but they come up with a common enemy or a common goal. They they do business with each other, but they don't trust each other at the end of the day, you know. But it, I mean, and I I'm I'm saying that in business because I've seen it in business and I know it to be happening in business, but I also say it in a personal life, like. Because I bumped into you or because, you know, you you got something over here don't mean I necessarily got to trust you. I do not have to trust you. You just got what I want. Point blank, period. Like we just met. Anyways, I digress from that that conversation. Um, Lex was pushing him about the whole Jewish things. And... 
he wanted him to just say that it was just these group of people, not to say that it was Jewish people. I guess that will make him feel some kind of way. But Kanye kept saying, well, you know, I went to uh, the doctor and it was a Jewish doctor. And he's like, why you keep saying it was a Jewish doctor? Why can't you say it was a doctor? He said, because he was Jewish. Like, because he is, he is Jewish. It's like, if I want you to get more details to a story, it's like, it's like, this is what they teach you in English class. You know, like when you're getting ready to write or creative writing class or, you know, something when you're in high school, like you got to have more details, you know, to draw somebody in, to get them to picture what you're talking about. And now all of a sudden we cannot use what color, how a person look. If we say it was a fat person, oh my gosh, this is going to be an issue. If we say it was a black person, if we say it was a Jewish person, it gives us no context of what we're we're of what we're what we're looking at here, you know what we're talking about here. Like what, what I can't visualize it because you haven't given. There was a doctor in my mind when you said there's a doctor. Uh, that means that a white guy is gonna walk in with a white coat and he's going to uh, do something or talk to you about your health. And that may not be the case, but if you tell me my, it was, um, a woman doctor. Oh, that changes my whole thing. It changed my whole mind frame. Now, if you tell me it was an Asian woman doctor, now I'm definitely like, oh my goodness. Now I can, I can visualize it. And I'm not saying that there's necessarily anything better than the white guy versus the woman Asian woman, I'm just saying now, visually, imaginarily, I can visual it. I I see what's going on here now. And rather it being a woman adds more value to the conversation or the, you know, that you're about to bring up is about, is, is to be determined based on the next things that you say. But if it's true, if I say my Asian woman doctor came into the room and said that she wanted me to start taking these medications and I go on with the story uh and or that's the end of the story okay there's nothing to that but what I said was true and factual she's a doctor that happens to be Asian and also a woman now, if I say my Asian doctor, that's a woman, came in and told me that a black people need to only be on this medication. Now, that brings up a whole different thing, but it still doesn't change the fact that it's true. I may just be saying that because I'm I'm racist against Asians, but it doesn't but it doesn't change the fact that it's true. And I think that's what Kanye was trying to say here. And and yes. So anywho, because I really want to make this short and I don't want to get into too much of it. He went on, he wants to apologize for what he's done. Lex wanted him to apologize for what he's done. 
and to the families. But because so many people keep bringing up the pain, um, Kanye was like, I can't even apologize to y'all because I gave you an apology. You didn't accept my apology. Lex says the uh, apology was BS. And Kanye said, well, what part is BS? You know, and then he was like, well, you don't accept my apology. I've already apologized. He said, the reason why you won't accept my apology is because you still living in your pain. Now, that's what Kanye say now. And like I said, it's a two hour and 30 minute long interview. You need to listen to it and you need to listen to the unedited version and you need to see it yourself and you make your own, you know, I mean, it's a lot of nuggets in there. A lot of nuggets in there. Um, he even talked about the media and all of that stuff. And I really don't want to go back into that because I feel like I've already said it. And he's just basically repeating the same thing that he have said in several um, interviews over and over again. Um, but he does say something that I thought was quite funny. And I, I think it was funny. Um, but it also... It was also food for thought for me. He said that Da Vinci didn't like to talk to fools. Like Da Vinci, um, he he didn't he didn't care to listen to people talking about foolishness or not talking intelligent or you know not he didn't care about simple conversations. And he said that Da Vinci didn't like to talk to fools so much that he would just walk off from the conversation halfway. So Da Vinci thought that the conversation was just like not going anywhere or this is just too much. He would just walk off from the conversation. And I thought that was quite funny. Um, And then Kanye also says that's why there is a Da Vinci code. (laughs) Uh, not necessarily uh, a Da Vinci's, you know, conversation or anything. There's the Da Vinci Code. I thought that was funny just for Kanye saying that, but I also thought it was a little bit of food for thought because sometimes, like I said before in my previous um, podcast um, episode, is that sometimes I cannot have conversations with people about certain things because they're is so much information that you do not know. And then you're coming from a place of, I don't know where the heck you're coming from, actually. I Like, where, what, nothing really goes together, but I guess in their mind it goes together, I, I, I guess, uh, because they don't have facts or information or, like, real hardcore things that is just, and I feel like sometimes I need to just walk away from conversations. I, I feel like that for myself. I, I feel like my brain is going to explode if I continue to have this conversation. So half of the time in my life when we want to talk about very intellectual things, it's only a handful of people that I can really have these conversations with. And I feel like what people is that I don't have conversations about certain things because either it's going to offend them or I'm just going to be so at awe by the stupidity that I feel like Da Vinci, I need to just walk away from this conversation. <laughs> but that's what Kanye was talking about with that interview. Now, however, I want to talk about something else. And this is like, like a bombshell to me now. Adidas. Now, you everybody know Adidas dropped Kanye West. 
Now, but did you know, did you know that Adidas actually was part of the Nazi regime back then? Yes. So for those that don't know, Adidas got his name from Adolf Aldi um, DeSailor. I think that's how you say his last name. And DeSailor. And he, so Adidas is taken from his middle name, which is Aldi. 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 Like Adidas. Adi. Is taken from that, and then his last name, which is D A S, um, is from the the seller. I think I'm pronouncing that right. So it's taken from his middle name, which is A D I, and his last name, which is D A S, which comes with Adidas, and his first name was Adolf. This guy, the founder of this. Now, they were two brothers. And they started this company, this shoe company. And it was called Brothers something. I can't remember exactly the name of it um, while reading through all of this. And then they kind of like split off. And he was he was the younger brother. And he did the Adidas. And his um, older brother did the um, Pumas that we know of. Anywho, I ain't finna get into all of that because um, really that is irrelevant to what I'm trying to say now. What I'm trying to say now is it's just ironic that Kanye gets to say something anti-Semitic when the whole time this company with these two brothers, they held their little um badge in their hands and was happy to say that they was part of the Nazi regime. Now it's to say that the brother was more involved than his his um older brother was more involved than the um than Adolf was, the guy that came up with Adidas, but still they were. And I think that it I mean it's like that's kind of hypocritical. That's kind of hypocritical. Now some people say that you know, um, they tried to move from that or whatnot and so on. But um I, I, I it, it, that was quite interesting to me. It, it it's quite interesting to me. Now they they started out as a German company and these two brothers did that. Mm-hmm. Your favorite auntie. I gotta go. I I hate to leave. I gave y'all a couple of updates. I hope y'all liked it. I can't wait to see what's going to unfold this weekend. But before I go, I want y'all to do me a favor. Baby, please go out and vote. The time is dwindling down. Go out and vote. It is going to mean a lot. It doesn't matter if it's your first time or not. Just take the time to do it. So you can say at least, you know, I got that under my belt. Love you. God bless.